This is the Baltimore Annapolis Psychotherapy Podcast. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. And now, here's Laura Reagan, LCSWC, with today's episode. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Hi, welcome back to the Baltimore Annapolis Psychotherapy Podcast, episode number 19. Today I'm going to talk about a subject that I actually talk about all the time, but I haven't really gone into detail about it on the podcast so far. It's the concept of childhood trauma and how it affects us throughout the lifespan. I feel like because I've been working with people who've experienced childhood trauma for over 10 years, about 13, 14 years or so, it seems to me like something that everyone knows about. But I realize, based on how a lot of my clients show up in my office having experienced childhood trauma, but without an awareness that their experiences were traumatic and how trauma affects us, I think it's useful to talk about Basically, I've begun to feel like it's kind of my mission in life to do what I can to help address the issue of childhood trauma person by person and using this podcast and any other avenue I have available to me to spread the word. So the conventional wisdom says children are resilient. They bounce back easily from childhood experiences by the time they reach adulthood, especially if the child doesn't remember the events. Everyone thinks oh, well, they don't really remember what happened, so they're okay, they're fine. I've had personal experiences with adults who know that the children in the family experienced childhood trauma, but once they turn 18, the adults are like, well, thank goodness they survived, got through it, and now they're okay. When in reality, the impact of that trauma may just be beginning to really come to the awareness of that young adult. And it will continue to be a factor as the person develops through his or her life. So the sooner the better to get intervention, whether it's during childhood or as early as possible when you realize that you've been affected by it. The reason it's better to do it sooner is, the way I see it, that's less time that you have to be affected by that over the rest of your life. But... A large study that you may have heard about called the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study was conducted, and it debunked that myth that says that, you know, children bounce back from tough experiences and really none the worse for wear. What am I talking about? Well, it's an epidemic in the United States and, of course, around the world, but here in our country, this problem is causing increased risk of suicide chronic disease, including heart and lung disease and cancer, as well as addiction, violence, and divorce. Just in healthcare costs alone, it costs the U.S. healthcare system over $103 billion annually. The good news is there's a cure for this, and we can prevent new cases. 
So any epidemic that's causing that much trouble must be something that we should really care about, right? I know I do care about it, but a lot of people think it's not really a big deal. So, what are we talking about? What are these adverse childhood experiences? Well, adverse childhood experiences, as defined in this study, are several things that can affect children over the lifespan. There was a physician who was conducting research on obesity, and he noticed higher than expected numbers of dropouts in his study. So he began asking questions about why his participants were not following through with their weight loss program that was so effective in the study. And in talking with them, he realized that most of the patients he was working with had experienced childhood sexual abuse. Up until that moment, he had no idea that childhood sexual abuse was really a very common thing. But we now know that one in four girls and one in six boys will experience sexual victimization at some point before they turn 18. Also, 64% of Americans have experienced at least one adverse childhood experience, and 87% have had two or more. So this physician, Dr. Vincent Valiti, was the chief of Kaiser Permanente's Department of Preventative Medicine in California. This was back in the 80s. Being part of Kaiser Permanente, he ended up doing a longitudinal study that lasted for 25 years and in which 17,000 members of the San Diego Kaiser Permanente patient group were surveyed. They asked them questions about whether they had ever experienced certain adverse childhood experiences. This was a group of mostly white middle-class Americans. So people who were not living in poverty, they pretty much had higher level of advantage than many Americans. After recording their responses to whether or not they'd ever experienced seven things when they were children, they followed them over their care and they learned that they had higher levels of illness. So the seven factors that they measured were whether they had ever experienced any kind of abuse, emotional, physical, or sexual abuse, or emotional or physical neglect, whether in childhood they had witnessed their mother being abused, if they had lost a parent to separation or divorce or for another reason, or if they had had a family member who was depressed, had addiction, or was incarcerated. So that's not the full range of traumatic experiences that can happen in childhood, but any of those experiences can be traumatic for children. They found that over their lifespan, depending on how high their number of adverse childhood experiences was from zero to seven, the worse their health was. So those who had higher ACE scores, they call it ACE, adverse childhood experiences. The higher their ACE score, the more likely they were to have cancer, heart disease, autoimmune disorders, addiction, depression, divorce. And overall, the people who had high levels of adverse childhood experiences had shorter lifespans by as much as 20 years compared with people who had no adverse childhood experiences. So again, it's called the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study. 
17,000 mostly white, educated, middle to upper class employed people, some of the more high functioning people in our country who should have best access to health care, all these poor health outcomes, and they also had these childhood adverse experiences. So when you look at that over our whole country, if you add it in, Therapist, we've all had that moment. You wake up in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, did I do my notes? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore when you use therapy notes. Therapy notes makes it easy to write your notes, get them done quickly, but thoroughly. My group practice has used therapy notes for six years and everyone always finds it easy to use. But the best thing is if you do need help, you can call their customer service number and a person answers the phone. And anytime I've ever had to use it, which is maybe three times in the past six years, my issue has been resolved easily with a cheerful demeanor in 15 minutes or less. So I highly recommend Therapy Notes. And don't forget, go to therapynotes.com and use promo code chat to get two free months. measuring those numbers on people who experience poverty, people who are incarcerated, and others who have less means and less access to health care. I just wonder how high the statistics would be overall. It sounds pretty scary because many of us have experienced one of those, at least one of those things in childhood. But if you have experienced childhood trauma, this study lets you know that you're not alone by any means. Traumatic experiences in childhood are quite common here in the U.S. The most important thing to recognize, in my opinion, is that childhood trauma can affect us years later, even if we think, oh, I should be over that by now. So you can find out your score by taking a quiz that is at the website aces2high.com slash gotyouracescore. It's aces too high, A-C-E-S-T-O-O-H-I-G-H dot com slash got, G-O-T, dash, your, dash, ace, dash, score. Or if you just go to the Aces Too High website, you'll see the link at the top that says got your ace score. So the higher the score, the more likely you are to be affected in some way by mental and physical health issues. And... They say that having an ACE score of six or higher is correlated with lifespans as much as 20 years shorter than the average. But you don't have to fall into those statistics, even if you do have a high ACE score. If you do have a high ACE score, you're definitely not alone. Mine is at least a five, maybe six, depending on how you interpret the questions. There are also resilience factors that can help to offset the effects of childhood trauma. What I know is that having traumatic experiences is very painful, but the most damage comes from ignoring how you've been affected by these experiences. And the healing begins when you allow yourself to feel the emotions you've been avoiding. When the emotional effects of childhood trauma are not addressed, they don't go away on their own. We develop methods of coping with trauma symptoms like avoiding developing close relationships so we don't get hurt, numbing the emotional pain with drugs, alcohol, the internet, being busy, sex, shopping, perfectionism, eating disorders, work, school, gambling. You get the picture. 
But the reason why I'm covering this is because knowledge is power. Once you find out your ACE score, you can ask yourself honestly, have you healed from this experience or experiences? If not, what are the steps to begin the healing process? Psychotherapy with someone who is trained in and has experience in working with people who have trauma is key. There are different methods that can be effective. Cognitive behavioral therapy, creative methods like art, music, yoga, and dance therapy, psychodrama, mindfulness approaches, body-based methods, which is called somatic methods, including somatic experiencing and sensory motor psychotherapy, Hakomi method. And then there's EMDR, which is very effective for processing trauma. That's not a comprehensive list, but just a beginning to help you have an idea about some of the ways that you can work through trauma. And if you're considering therapy for trauma, it's important to speak to your potential therapist and ask about what kind of training have they had in trauma treatment. How comfortable do they feel working with people who've experienced trauma? Make sure you feel comfortable this is the right person for you because not everyone specializes in trauma, and that's fine. As a therapist, I see a lot of people who've been in therapy for years, but no one ever told them that their childhood physical, sexual, or emotional abuse qualifies as traumatic. So to me, we can do therapy that targets coping with the way you feel to make those symptoms get better when they're happening, or we can do therapy that helps you cope with how you feel and gets down to what's happening in there underneath that's causing the symptom, which is the trauma. If you listen to episode number 18, my interview with Stephen Brownlow, the founder of Adept Psychology, he talks about that. Coping skills are great, but if you come to me having experienced childhood trauma, I'm going to teach you what to do when you have a panic attack. And so for the rest of your life, when you have panic attacks, you'll know what to do. That is important, but I want to help you process the trauma and heal so that you're not having panic attacks anymore. Or if you do have one, if something triggers you, you know why, you know what the trigger was, you're aware of what's happening in your body and you feel the anxiety before it ever rises to the level of panic. Or you're even able to anticipate what types of situations could potentially trigger trauma symptoms and get ahead of it. You're not forced to be a prisoner to your trauma symptoms for the rest of your life, but trauma doesn't go away on its own. Not everyone has a trauma response when something terrible happens. There are a lot of other factors that can influence whether or not a horrible, horrifying, terrifying experience ends up being a traumatic experience with unresolved trauma. But if you feel like something's wrong with you, you have anxiety, panic attack, depression, and it's been this way your whole life, and you do have a history of traumatic experiences, it's worthwhile to talk to a therapist to find out if the way you feel now could be related to that. There's a fantastic TED Talk about the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, in which Dr. Nadine Burke Harris talks about childhood trauma being a public health issue that is completely preventable, and it's really worth checking out. Dr. Nadine Burke Harris 
if you Google her name and TED Talk, it's outstanding. Another thing that's important to realize is that if you experience childhood trauma and you're now a parent, through your children's development, your trauma symptoms may be triggered in different ways. So as a parent, addressing your own trauma will help you cope better with the challenges of being a parent. It's a fantastic book about that called Parenting from the Inside Out. It's good for anyone to read, but especially parents who've experienced trauma. It helps you understand how your emotional reactivity affects the way you parent and the way your child's behavior triggers you and how to attend to what you need, but also what your child needs by Daniel J. Siegel and Mary Hartzell. It's an excellent book. So I'm going to talk a lot more about trauma and childhood trauma on the podcast in the future, but I felt like this was kind of an important follow-on to episode 18 with Dr. Stephen Brownlow, and I hope that it was informative to you. Thanks for listening today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and consider leaving a rating and review. This helps iTunes know that people like what they're hearing. It helps the podcast be found on iTunes. Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now, for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today. Thank you for listening to the Baltimore Annapolis Psychotherapy Podcast with Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more, visit Laura's website, www.lauraregan.lcswc.com.